Welcome to Stumbling Through Work, where educators figure shit out. I'm your host, Jared Huff, and I'm here to explore and share the complexities of our work and to let you know you are not alone. Before we start, though, please follow this podcast and share episodes with others. You can find me on my website, www.jarekhuff.com, where you can find links to my social media and where I share information and tips for educators. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Hey team, so I want to talk about my week with you all. The last week that I had was very staff and family complaint heavy. Everyone felt like they were just complaining to be able to complain. Just every single day, someone had something to say. And specifically thinking about staff, I throw this question back to you. Why do staff complain? Do they really want a solution? I'm really good with complaints usually. I I have a knack for calming anyone down, helping someone see through a problem. But even though I do that very well, my first thought is, hmm, you're full of shit. Now I have to get you to see that in a way that's professional without me saying it. I've been working in education for a long time. Um, For those of you all that do not know, I've worked secondary, elementary, early education now. And I think I've had the most drama and complaints in early childhood education. Um, I don't know why. But it just feels that everyone complains about something. It almost comes off as if people are looking for perfection in everything. And if you're looking for perfection from any job, no matter what it is, you're never going to find it because we're all humans and we're all flawed. So to have an unrealistic expectation of perfection is always going to have you in a letdown state. So you automatically start off your day. You automatically start off your shift losing. But it just feels like when these complaints, they just make me think, are you a miserable person? Because every time I see certain people, it is a complaint. It is jarring. It is taxing on my soul. And yes, I do a really good job of hiding that and being professional. But there are days where Like last week, I just come home and it's just like, oh my gosh, like y'all have drained every bit of morsel of, I mean, my soul is just gone. Like it is tiring. And if it's a real concern or a real problem, I don't mind dealing with those. That's my job. I like fixing things. I'm like a risk manager. Really, honestly, that's really what my job is. I'm a risk manager. There are problems. I find solutions. I think ahead before the problem. I try to stop things before they start. I actually really enjoy doing that. I'm really good at it. Have a knack for it. But when those people are just complaining just to hear their own voice or because it's like, oh, well, I see you right now. So now that I got you, I'm about to tell you about A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way to LMNOP. It's just so much. And see, if somebody tells me one thing, 
I listen. I'm like, okay, this is a real problem. If they tell me two things, I'm like, okay, there's two concerns. I got you. Like, this is it. But when you start telling me about three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different things, I think you're full of shit at this point and you're a miserable person. And why I say that is because if these were real problems, you would have said something a long time ago. Same things for families. If you're having all of these problems, all of these issues, and when you see me and you tell me 13 different things that's wrong, what I'm wondering, I'll never say it out loud, but what I'm wondering is why are you still here? Why are you doing business with us? Why are we taking your coins every week? Because according to what you just said, you are miserable. Why do you continuously come to us and drop off your child if you have these problems? Either you are miserable or you don't love your child enough to be in an environment where you don't have to worry about it. Now, I can't say that shit. I can't say it. But that's what I'm thinking. But at the same time, I'm already thinking you probably just like to complain and you're probably miserable. Even though someone would tell me all of these things, there is no way I can fix all 14 um, 17 of your problems. It's impossible. It's that perfection thing. But what I will do is listen to the first two. Those first two I will handle because they were the first things that you told me, which is the real issue. Once you hit about three, you're just nitpicking at this point. But those first two issues, I will tackle those because I'm going those are real problems. Those are things that are keeping you up late at night. Those are the things that are tearing up your soul. Those two things. Now, I had a conversation. One of my conversations last week was with the teacher. And whew, Jesus, take the wheel and drive fast. She... I was at one of my schools. And we were getting ready to, I was getting ready to leave. And a teacher stopped me and said, hey, Mr. Jarek, I need to talk to you about something really quick. I said, okay, let's talk. It was not really quick. I promise you all, it was at least an hour and 10 minutes. At least I, I stopped taking at one point time just stopped, And I just felt like I was in purgatory. I think we went over pause. We didn't go over. I allowed her to go on till about 47 topics. And the reason why I let her go over so many topics is because I don't really have a relationship with her. So I was kind of trying to figure her out a little bit. Um, I, 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 I enjoy trying to figure out who people are. It's a thing of mine. And so I'm listening and listening to the things that she says because it gives me insight into the way you see things, the way you compute things, all of those things. So I let her go on for a while. That's why this went on so long. Heads up, y'all. I don't deal with problems longer than 15 minutes because I don't have time. But I figured, you know what? I don't really know you like that. I'll listen. And it was a lot. It really was. It, it, was, it was a whole bunch. Like I said, if you have that many problems, you're probably just miserable in the inside. And it has nothing to do with me not judging. But you need to find something else to, you know, be happy about. So I'm going to come back to this conversation later. But I do feel like sometimes people just complain just to complain. 
Everyone that has worked with me knows my model. Everything I do is for the building. And what that means is the building consists of children, families, and staff. Those are my concerns. That is how I operate. That is how I manage. That is how I lead. That is how I make decisions and choices based off of what are the needs of the building. Going into specifics, that actually means what am I doing for these children? When people complain, when staff members complain, a lot of the time I will ask them when they're complaining, what is this or how does this impact your children? That's normally what I do. And I didn't do it in this situation with this teacher that was rambling. Um, like I said, because I was trying to get to know her. But when we at one point in the conversation where I was like, OK, enough is enough. I started asking her, so tell me what, how, tell me how this impacts your children. How does this affect your children? Because that's what we're here for. The response that I received was very, uh, well, uh, I, um, I don't know. Well, uh, it bullshit because you're not here for the right reasons. How does this impact your children? Someone told me this once and I'll never forget it. When it becomes about you and not the children, it's time for you to go. When people start complaining, when staff members specifically start complaining and it becomes about them, in my mind, I'm already looking for a replacement because you're not here for the right reasons. And as I was speaking with her, in my mind, I was thinking, yep, I need to let her director know they need to start looking for a replacement because she's not here for it. Um, she's here to gripe, complain. She's here to make this easier for her. Her focus isn't on the children. Her focus isn't on becoming a better teacher for the children. Her focus is on what I like and what I don't like. So me asking her, you know, how does that impact your children? Okay, tell me about how this is affecting your classroom. Tell me. I don't think I even received anything. That, and I told her that I said, you know, I want you to think about everything that you're complaining about and the impact that it has and get back to me. Now, I went up. This was probably like Tuesday of last week. Now, I was up at that school Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, and she said hello to me, never said anything else to me because she was full of shit. And I knew she was full of shit. All of her complaints I threw back at her in a way looking for a solution. I'm not a complainer. I'm a solution finder. And that's just who I am. When I something's wrong, I usually come to someone with a solution. Okay, so this isn't working. This isn't working. So let's try this. Or I don't like this. Let's try this. Or I, I come with something. That's just probably an oddity for people because that's how I am. And yes, I can't expect for everyone to be like me. But... I threw a solution. I threw, I, I didn't throw a solution. I wanted her to help find a solution to her own problems and we could, you know, partner together to work on it. But she just wanted to complain. Now, sometimes when you phrase it that way, I have found teachers are here for the right reason. I had a teacher once who was having an issue with a child in her classroom. She was really struggling. She really was. And at first, the child, I'm not going to lie, that child was, whoo, the child was off the chains. Um, she was in there wilding. Like, 
oh, she loves me now, but ooh, me and her, ooh, we, me, you know, I love, I love having it out with kids too. Um, she, she was a handful, and the teacher said to me, "My frustration is becoming more and more extreme because I'm afraid she's going to hurt a child, or I'm afraid, or I'm concerned." For the other children because I can't work with them because this child is receiving all of my attention. I can respect that because nothing in there was about you. Nothing in there was about the teacher. Her concern was for that child and for her other children. She went into some more details, but it was all about the children. And see, that's the difference. That wasn't a, that wasn't just a I'm griping, I'm complaining. That was I have our true concern. And I need help. And I was there for her. And um, she's amazing now. That child is my favorite because I went in there. Um, Y'all know I'm old school. So um, um, I'm old school with love. So me and that little girl, me and her had it out. Um, She was in there throwing things. And um, she uh, she was in there wilding, but she ain't throwing nothing anymore. (laughs) I had to sometimes, you know, come out of retirement and show these teachers how to do it sometimes. But. When it comes to complaining, it's about finding that solution for me. And it's about coming with one or two serious problems and not looking for perfection. And I really want to challenge you all to try that. Try to have that person find a solution. Try to focus their concern so they can see if it's important or not. So with that being said, we'll be right back. I love sharing information with educators and program administrators. I have had so many successes, but also so many failures in my education tenure. I want leaders to know what not to do, but better than that, what to do. So I decided to write a helpful guide, best practices for center program and activity directors. It's short and to the point. It's a compass to guide education leaders. These best practices will give you a foundation to lead your school, program, or organization. You can find best practices for center, program, and activity directors by Jer Cuff on Amazon or Amazon Kindle. Welcome back. So, do me a favor and help your families find solutions. Help your families find answers. But the first way to be able to do that is to know your shit. Know what you're talking about. Know what you're doing. I'm just, I'm just solution oriented right now because a lot of problems can be avoided when you help find solutions. Be efficient. Try to find the best solution quickly. Sometimes it may require a little more time. Sometimes it may uh, require you to say, hey, let me follow up with you or let's talk about it tomorrow or let me think about it. Yes, that happens sometimes. But sometimes some shit can just be fixed at that moment. So do it just because you're like, oh, I don't feel like it. You actually make more problems trying to be lazy than just find a freaking solution. Families also value when someone can find solutions, they value effectiveness and efficiency. Here's an example. What annoys me is when someone, um, an adult comes to pick up a child that they normally 
and they're normally not there. They're like a pickup contact or somebody's auntie, whatever it may be. They kind of pick up their child. You're like, oh, hi. You ID them. You figure out who they are. You check the list. You do all the things. You dot all the I's and cross all the T's. So they're like, where is the child? And you're like, oh, they're down the hall to the left. That shit annoys me. Take the time. It's only like 12 seconds. Take the time to walk them down to the classroom. Just, I'm going to walk you down because you spend time telling them. Then they go down the hallway and then they're not quite sure. Then they're walking around Then they come back and just take the time and great customer service. Just a moment that they won't forget. Oh, I showed someone where this is. You can walk them down. I get it. There's a lot of things happening sometimes, especially during pickup time. It's chaotic. Everybody's trying to pay. People have questions. Somebody can't find a shoe. Um, it's just a bunch of randomness happening at that time, and I get it. But even if you can walk them halfway, you're helping them find a solution. Even when someone's like, I can't find, I can't find my child's shoe. Okay, let's not go with that one because they need to leave with shoes, but... Let's say I can't find my child's jacket or my child's bottle or something like that. Even the solution could be, I will look for it tonight and I will have it up here for you in the morning because you're just busy. It's a solution. It's better than just going, oh, I don't know. Let me ask so-and-so. You're just passing the buck. That's all that you're doing. It's not a solution. You're just passing the shit around. Hey, I'll find it tonight and I'll leave it up here. And if you don't find it, leave a note for whoever's there in the morning. So-and-so was looking for the bottle. I could not find it. I'll talk to them at pickup. Please let them know. Boom. It's a solution. You did something. Even with new families, make them feel, make the most out of your question and answer time. If they're enrolling, they have all these questions. These questions want answers and or solutions. Answer them all. Use leading and open-ended questions. Um, to help find solutions for what they need. It is honestly that simple and that easy to do. If you go to my website, I did a blog uh, post about focusing on children. And um, I mentioned a little bit of it earlier, but as a director, as a leader, that should always be your focus. Your focus should be your children. That is why we are in education. That is why we do what we do. That is why we care about the health and safety. It's about our children. When we start to get focused on other things, when we start focusing on all the problems, when we start focusing on all the complaints, when we start focusing on other things, this is how businesses, this is how you get off track. This is how things that are not important become important. Focus on the needs and the abilities. Focus on the needs. Focus on why you are here. What is actually in your job description, which usually focuses on children. Stop giving your time, energy, and efforts to things that are not important. That's taking you off the focus. So this week, I want you all to listen to complaints. Filter those complaints. Listen to the top two. And answer those complaints. But remember, those complaints come with solutions. Help people walk through finding their solutions. And staying focused on what you're here for. Focusing on your children. Do everything for the building. And you'll never go wrong. Talk to you all next week.
that's it for today. If you like this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating, review, and subscribe to the show. I love to hear from you. You can visit my website, which is in the show notes, to contact me. And I hope you have a great rest of your week and speak to you all soon.